everybody. What a pleasure to be here. This is Nicolette on The Creative Genius Show. And this is the local radio show that supports the creative in learning who they are so that they can courageously tap into their genius. Now, in today's show, I'm chatting with a very inspiring woman who is the founder, publisher, and editor-in-chief of Turning Point magazine a quarterly publication that features interviews with everyday heroes as well as some of the most successful and influential entertainers of our time. And it's a real pleasure to have her here because she's also a celebrity interviewer and a four-time, I say four-time, award winner. In February 2016, she was awarded a B Mogul Award nominated as one of the most influential black British entrepreneurs in 2016, that was. And this year, she was given a Powerhouse Global Mentor Award. And on top of all that, this wonderful lady is an international speaker and intuitive reader whose work with clients allows them to seek peace by working on transforming and healing their pain and wounding. And she supports her clients with creative expression, walking in authentic truth and speaking that truth too. And I must add that she is also a bespoke lifestyle fashion consultant. I have to say here that as soon as she walked into the studio, everybody here who wasn't actually in this studio space, just in the general area, was like, oh, I like your jacket. Oh, I like this. Oh, can I borrow that? Oh, could I have this? (laughs) So she certainly denotes that lifestyle fashion consultant uh, label. And, And I think it's clear to say that we have a lady of excellence in the studio today. So it gives me great pleasure to welcome Esther Austin to the Creative Genius Show. Hello, Esther. Hello, Nicolette. Wow. (laughs) That's what I can say for your introduction. (laughs) You are welcome. It really is a pleasure to have you here. Now, you've got a lot going under your belt. There's a lot of accolades that you've built up over the years, which is refreshing and inspiring to hear. Um, So what I'd like to focus on today, really, is the magazine Mm. and also your intuitive reading. How does that sound to you? That sounds good. That sounds good. Brilliant. Now... (laughs) here's something I'm going to do something right back at you now so when you're interviewing some amazing artists and local uh, sorry and celebrities and iconic figures there's a question that you ask them I'm going to ask you that in a moment but you're interviewing some really amazing people like in one of your editions I know that you're interviewing Martha Reeves Mm. and um, Martha Reeves and the Vandellas of one of the former original backup singers to Marvin Gaye and from her to America's top black bespoke fashion designer Woody Wilson Mm -hmm. I mean we're talking names here so I'd love to find out more about you and what led you to Turning Point. Mm-hmm. And when you interview your guests, here's the question that you ask them. <laughs> <laughs> you start with the question about who they are in a nutshell, in a crab shell or a peanut shell. And so I'd like to ask you as my guest today, on the other side of the table, the exact same question to start our time together and open up this wonderful dialogue. So who is Esther Austin in a nutshell, a crab shell or a peanut shell? Now, for those who are listening, you can't see me sticking my tongue at Nicolette. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't know I was going to do that. (laughs) Who am I? I I would say that I'm a universal soul. I'm I'm a soul that's seeking and searching constantly for the expression of freedom and individuality. And as part of that journey, it means that, um, you know, it's about having fun, but it's about speaking my authentic 
authentic expression because I really, really believe that when we get to a place when we can speak our authentic expression and walk in that authentic expression, there's a freedom to that. So that's who I am mm -hmm. in an, and I love to dance. So dancing is part of that nutshell or crab shell or coconut shell. Oh, wow. <laughs> Would you have loved to have become a professional dancer? Did you train as a dancer at all? I didn't, but when I dance, a lot of people say, well, that's an avenue that I could go down and it's still something that I am going to pursue because I very much feel that I can do anything that I choose to, um, Nicolette. And as I get older, you know, when I go dancing, I feel like I'm a James Brown. My Aww. legs are doing the most incredible things. That's wonderful. <laughs> um, just out of interest, what shoes do you wear when you dance? Oh, my Dr. Martins, of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it's, I'm a DM girl. I hear that. You need something that you can really have a grounding in and That's just move right. however you want. That's and I have right. to admit, there are other shoes out there, but DMs, they have that flexibility with their leather to allow you to move however you wish. Yes. That's right, absolutely. Good. So where did the magazine dream come from, Esther? Tell me about that from your beginning, wherever you want to start. The magazine dream yeah. came, it was two years ago, August. I was in Barbados. And prior to that, I've done radio on and off on different stations. And I had this wonderful basket of interviews sitting there. I would put them online. And then I was sitting meditating and my spirit said to me, well, why don't you just do a magazine? Because then that would give more exposure to the interviews that you do and it give it a different placement. Mm. And I'd never done a magazine before. But you know, there's something called divine inspiration where you just get told what to do and you do it and I know that sometimes ticks people off because it's more like you haven't been trained um, I through divine inspiration you can get so many things and you know I'm guided that way mm -hmm. and so for the first issue I put that together I interviewed Freddie McGregor um, the reggae singer mm -hmm. and I just you know cobbled other articles together and you know the magazine was born and I went on to Fiverr because you know it takes a lot to a lot of money to produce a magazine mm -hmm. and so I went on to Fiverr and um, I sent it off to a designer and you know the first magazine was born I'm like well hey and I remember sitting up all night really frustrated because I had this deadline for the magazine and I was in Barbados and I was in the back bedroom the ensuite bedroom the sun had come up the sun had gone down the sun had come up again and I finally I'm thinking 6 a.m. Um, one morning managed to get it off to these the designers and then I sort of stayed up for the next sort of 24 hours until they sent back the designers almost like yes now I've created a different part of my vision for the December issue I had the privilege of interviewing Sister Sledge and they gave me they gave me um, what do you call it one of those exclusives because they had just lost their sister Joni the year before no the same year they gave me an exclusive I'm like I'm liking this and so what I did I pulled together some other interviews that I had as audios and I transcribed them and I put them in the magazine then I started to build out on having di different sections and I contacted a few friends and said I need you to write an article for this I need you to and so that's how the the magazine has grown and it's my baby it's my baby because when I I mean like you said I've had the privilege to interview so many I don't like to use the word celebrity but it, you know I'm gonna use iconic because I like that because iconic for me means more than just being a celebrity it means it's about history it's about experience and so I've interviewed um, um, Verdine White from Earth, Wind and Fire. I've interviewed um, Gerald from the 
from the OJs. I've interviewed Chris from the Isley Brothers. Um, all these names, Martha Reeves and the Mandelas, and recently for the spring issue, I've interviewed Mary Wilson, formerly from the Supremes, and also the former Supremes, Lloyd G. Williams. But these guys, you know, it's when you get to understand their story, it's who they are behind the artist. And when I've gone online to just do my um, research around them, the questions are all the same. But then when I interview them, I get a different angle to them. And they've all said that, so I'm discovering my USP. And it's just like when I interviewed um, the real thing. I interviewed Eddie Amu, who passed last year. And it was interesting. I interviewed twice, and in his Liverpoolian accent, he goes, I like, you, you enjoy what you do, don't you? He goes, I'm tired of the same shit that I get, you know, from other journalists. I'd like to be interviewed again. And obviously the week I was trying to get hold of him to interview him, he had passed. But once again, I believe that's, an ins when I do the interviews, that's inspired, that's inspired as well. You know, I just allow myself to just exhale and whatever comes through me, comes through me. So the minute you started talking about not having done anything, yet mm -hmm. you were able to get your first interview with Freddie McGregor. Mm. Tell me about that, please. How does someone who has, I mean, you've done radio at that point, yes. On and off, yes. But how does someone who is an unknown get yes. that trust from someone who they, they actually believe you're gonna represent them in a good way? Well, that's, that's, the, that's what a lot of people are saying, and I believe they must feel an energy about me because I remember um, I went online and I contacted his PR people, and I'm very persistent, Nicolette, I'm very persistent. And I couldn't get through to him for a while, and then finally, um, she gave me his number. He goes, call me tomorrow, call me tomorrow. Then he goes, call me tomorrow morning at this time. And I got through and I had a great interview with him. And then he gave me his contact details because he was gonna be in the States um, in the next few months. And even when I went to LA last year, I actually went into the homes of some of these amazing pioneers and legends and I interviewed them in their homes. You don't let a journalist into your home, especially if you don't really know about them. But I do believe, we're so much more about energy than we realize. And a lot of these people, they've been in the music industry, in the entertainment industry, as we know, it's a cutthroat industry, you know, just got to call a, you know, call a spade a spade. And a lot of them have been through, they've said that they've been through so much. And yet, I guess when I, when someone comes into their space, they can read them by then. That's how I would equate it. So that intuition is passing over to them. When I say passing over, you're not giving it to them. They've also got that intuitive self. They then, have. Oh, yeah. Which has grown and heightened. They're very shrewd. They are very shrewd and they see you. They, they see you. Um, and that's from years of experience and um, their own faith as well because mm. it's come, got to come through faith, faith in understanding that there's something bigger that's around us, that runs through us, and just trusting that what they're getting is they're getting. Sure. And so the magazine is quarterly? It is, yes. Okay. And so that gives you plenty of time to gather all of your information. And do you do it a quarter ahead? I try to. Yeah, of course. Um, because the last issue, the autumn issue, was published in October. And I'm very much aware that um, December is looming. And <laughs> it's like... I'm going to get it done then. But what I have done also, I will be publishing a special annex to the to the main issue this in the next few weeks because there were, it's going to be celebrating awards. So it's called the Special Award um, October Edition. And so there were four 
different awards or five now because I've got the BFI on board um, so there are five awards that I've done in this little annex and I'm hoping to that to be a yearly award issue magazine so that's that's what I'm bringing out next week and in that I've got um, Rita King BB King's daughter um, I've got a wonderful lady called Carrie Brown who's very much in the entertainment industry in Vegas but also she set up the anti-bullying awards um, because she was severely bullied some years ago and so she's become the voice for the voiceless and a spokesperson for bullying mm. I've also got um, there's a new artist called Jewel Carter known as the king of funk he performed at the Vegas Awards um, and a few other uh, other women from different awards. So there's a Black Magic Awards that I put in there. The British Film Institute, they cover, they've got some awards in there. And mm, I should know, I can't remember. Well, it's, I know what that's like, so don't worry. <laughs> Power, Powerhouse Global Awards. Yes. Wow, so there's, so there's lots. So that's like an Atlantic that's coming out before mm. the next edition <laughs> that comes out. So that you're not making it easy for yourself. I know, I know. But it's just this, you know, when you're inspired and it comes through and you think, oh, my gosh. But it will happen because I already know who I want in that other magazine. and I've already had conversations. So the magazine is at what's the ultimate objective of the magazine for you? What is it you want your readers to, to, to know? The ultimate objective of Turning Point, your lifestyle, your well-being is to show people that, you know, if you're at the turning point of your life, it doesn't matter what you've been through, doesn't matter how old you are, it doesn't matter that if you are at that turning point, you know, society would say that, you know, you're a certain age, you've been through this, you can't go any further, but I'm just saying that you can, you know, you could be 70, 80, 90, 100, if you still have that dream and that desire in you, Go for it, go after mm. it. And so the people who represent the magazine, the contributors, when they share in the magazine, the people that I interview in the magazine, they've all been on this incredible journey and they've all been at this turning point. But they show that at this turning point, you can change your life around. Do you mm. use the platform for anything else? Um, what I want to build out for that, because I know that the magazine is just one aspect of mm. is a bigger picture and what I want to do from that is to build out to do speaking engagements and master classes mm. because if I'm if I've got all this wonderful material then what I what I'm starting to do is to I've got to set up these master classes and speaking engagements which would where people can actually get the tools and resources so that if you are at that crossroads of your life this is what you can do this is a resource right. that you can tap into to go on that pathway so it's like a signposting that's right that will be yeah. able to help them so what are your learnings from all these amazing people mm -hmm. these icons that you have shared space with and energy with what are you coming away with I'm coming away with meeting being able to meet incredible people where there's a soul connection because oftentimes when I interview them people say have you met them before I haven't mm. but there's this wonderful soul connection and for me especially for a lot of these the older artists they get me it's not that I'm looking for that validation I think you know what I mean but I they get me a lot of people don't because it's an energy thing and I get that mm. but they get that and also 
for me, it's like sitting at the feet of my elders and getting the most amazing inspiration, getting the most amazing guidance and getting the most amazing soul connections. That's what it does for me. Sitting at the feet of my, it's like listening to aunts and Esther, you know, this is what happened to me. You can get out there and do it yourself. You can do this. (laughs) No, I completely get it. And the Bayesian accent just brings it into that wonderful kind of humanistic cultural learnings. So what, what would you say that someone has really inspired you with? You've come away thinking, wow. And it's been a turning point for you, perhaps. Oh, wow. Um, I think interviewing, there's quite a few. I mean, the one that comes to mind initially was recently Cece Peniston, who really poignantly shared about some of her struggles. Mm-hmm. And I came away thinking, you know, you know, people see this woman on the stage and yet sometimes she's hurting and yet she's going out there to to perform. Um, little Anthony from the Imperials, he was so funny. Really? He was so funny. He was so funny. He was so but he's just got this this vibe. I mean the man is in his eighties, but he's still got this vibe of living, living and I came away thinking, Yeah, I'm gonna keep dancing my socks off for as long as I can and then Lamont Macklemore from the Fifth Dimension. Okay. They're the ones that sang up up and away. He is so funny. I mean he just turns everything into humour. And when we when I go there we always go for um grits. And what, what I come away with when I meet him is this you know, he's he always encourages me because he sees he sees what I'm doing, but he sees it's beyond just doing the physical. Yes, it's deeper. It's deeper than just it's just it's deeper than just saying, oh, I've interviewed this celebrity, this artist. It's deeper, and they get that depth and that richness in terms of what I'm trying to bring into people's spaces. So, based on that, mm-hmm. is there anything where you have left one of those and actually taken action on something you were either hesitant on, afraid of, uh, for some reason, just putting off, and you've had this wonderful interaction mm-hmm. with this icon, and it's just made you think, right, fire, I'm making this happen? Not that I've put on hold, but what it's done, it's put a rocket further up my tail to right. continue to take things to the next level. Mm. So it's almost like, how far can I really take this vision and this dream? So it's about building on that. Wow. You're on Hello and welcome back. You're listening to Nicolette on the Creative Genius Show. It's lovely to have Esther Austin in the studio and we're having such wonderful conversations off air, just rapping and, yeah, rapporing yeah. together. So, uh, how are you doing, Esther? I'm good, I'm good. And I just want to say thank you to all those who are listening. Don't call me, I've got another half an hour on the show. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> thank you guys for listening and supporting Esther, supporting the show. Now, Esther, I've got a couple of questions that are relating to the wonderful intuitive head that you have on you. Mm-hmm. So you're an intuitive reader, huh? Yes, and healer. And yeah. healer. Tell me what that is. Mm-hmm. Well, tell my audience what that is, because I know what that is. Tell my audience what that is and, um, and, and how it impacts you and the people you come into contact with okay I call myself an intuitive healer and intuitive reader Um, from birth I was always um, intuitive I've come from a family of highly highly intuitive individuals apparently I was born with a veil across my face and they all say if you were born with a veil across your face then yeah you're on a different plane doesn't mean I'm better than it just means I'm just on a it's it's just different and how I use that intuitiveness I do readings and I do energy healing and for me it's it supports individuals who are stuck individuals who are at this crossroads of their life or even individuals who have been abused I work a lot with people who been through abuse and 
oftentimes in those cases, sometimes individuals can't remember what happened, they've buried what's happened. And so when I come along, I see them for who they are. And that's one of the qualities of being intuitive is I see people for who they really are. Because in, you know, in society, oftentimes, and I get it, that um, oftentimes th everything's very superficial. And for a lot of people, there's a lot of fear um, in terms of being who they truly are or they're not supported. And so what I do, I'm very passionate about allowing or allowing others to explore the possibility to get in touch with their authentic truth and to walk in their truth because there's a freedom in that. I'm not saying it's easy as you go on that journey, and that's one thing I would always say, it's not always easy, but when you can stand on a platform and say, this is who I am, this is my truth, and not feel obligated to others or to circumstances or situations, there's a freedom that creates he so much healing. And so how does it work, Nicolette? Mm -hmm. Well, how does it work? It's sometimes hard to explain, but, if I have a client, if they want a reading, I can do it by the phone, I can do it via Skype, I can do it by face to face, or I can do it by email. And I just sense an energy around that person and I can pick up what's happened in their life, what is happening now, and sometimes what's going to happen. But the the mere process is, and I know I don't sit around a crystal ball and say that you're gonna you're going to meet a tall, dark, handsome man and have two point five kids. My the, the intuitiveness that runs through me. Lots of people say, "Wow, this is like being in a in a psychologist session or a psychiatric session," because it's very deep. Because I believe if we don't deal with the underlying things in our lives, the things that create the behaviors that sometimes we are unconscious about, it will keep creating the things that we don't want in our lives. And so I go straight to the heart and soul of an individual. I get an energy around what's happening. And then I get, they, they're given information in terms of what they can do now to support them out of that place. And sometimes it might mean some actually counseling sessions or healing sessions but very much it's just to say, you know, you don't have to remain stuck. You don't have to walk with all this pain. You can change your life around. And I'm here to see who you really are. I'm not going to pretend I see who you really are. We work from that baseline. Mm. Is that okay? That's lovely. Yeah. And does, does the creativity that you have mm. in any way influence, inspire, impact how you work with people most definitely and so sometimes like I said it's via phone or stuff but also I use um, the the fashion and the styling as part of the healing process because you know fashion and styling is something from the soul and so I use all the creativity that I have when I work with clients, I can infuse that creativity when I work with my clients because then it's drawing out all these different aspects to them. And I like to dance. So sometimes I will go dancing. I, I suggest dancing to individuals because you're, you're releasing, but also you're expressing. And one of the key things for most people is they don't know how to express or to release. And it's trapped inside their bodies and it's trapped inside their consciousness consciousness but when you dance you know there's a there's a magic you go into this vortex and also it's a place of freedom because sometimes you don't even recognize or realize what's around you or who's around you and you're just releasing letting go feeding nurturing there's power in that yeah it's um reminds me of in positive psychology we call it the flow mm. where you just go into that moment That's of, right. of just being so within yourself that nothing else matters yes 
Yes. And you are so connected. And a lot of the time, that's when we get our insights. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's a, sorry, it's a physical and mental and emotional expression as well. That you are bringing out of them or that you are giving them? Both that they're, they're finding for themselves. Right. Um, and maybe I'm showing it to them so that they have the permission to do it for themselves. That's a lovely word, actually, permission. Mm. Because a lot of us aren't given permission to be who we are for whatever reason, whether it's lifestyle, employment, family, etc. Mm. Obligation. Obligation, yeah, the commitments mm -hmm. of what we've fallen into. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, getting permission, all of a sudden it's very freeing. Yes, because it's always like, I can, tr I can at least try this. Yes. Um, and even the way I dress, um, you know, people say, how did you put that together? I said, it's a soul thing. I get up, I already visualize what I'm going to wear. And sometimes I'm wearing the most craziest things now, Nicolette. And even with my hair, you know, I have glitter sometimes that I wear on my face. And a couple of weeks ago, I got my face painted. I went to this kiddies party, right? Um, it, I was supposed to do a... Um, a Black History Month talk and they had a kiddie section where they were doing face painting and I sort of muscled my way in amongst all these three, four, five, six year olds. I'm like, sorry guys. And um, <laughs> I said to one of them, what shall I get done? And she goes, do, you know, do um, like a tiger. And um, I put my name down on the board and I hovered and I sat down with the kids. Sorry guys, I'm getting my face painted. I know I'm an adult. And I got my face painted and I then went to the O2 because I was going to capture Angie Stone. Mm. And I walked to the O2 with my face painted and it was just like, I can do what I want because it's part of my expression. What were people like around you? I didn't really know it's because I'm doing so much, you know, because you don't you care. Saw that, you saw that look, but I'm like, yeah, dude, I've got my face painted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good. What's coming up for me is mm. the fact that you're so wonderfully intuitive, but let's turn it into not just intuition for humans. So tell me about your relationship with animals. Um, I People call me the horse whisperer. I'm, I did a very short training as an animal communicator because about five years ago, I went to India. I needed to, to disappear five years ago because life had got real stressful. I'm like, I said to my, my son, get yourself a credit card, put me on it because I'm going. Um, I just needed to get away. And I noticed that when I was there, I'd be talking and these animals would come and sit around my feet. I'm like, wow. And when I came back, I explored it with someone who actually does animal communication. He goes, you're, you're highly, highly intuitive and animals are picking up and he, he runs courses. So I went on a one day um, introduction and you know, it was just, it, it, they have processes, but also for me, it's working with horses, mm. very, very well, powerful. Horses are very healing. They are, and it's that exchange and they get me and sometimes I dance with them. And, you know, even when I, I went to Italy some years ago and I remember I was walking, no, it wasn't Italy, it was Paris. And I was going to the Notre Dame and I was with someone at the time and there were loads of horses just waiting, obviously to drive people around. And they were so sad, Nicolette, because I can feel their pain. Mm. And I walked over to them and I just spoke to them. And when I walked away, my friend goes, he goes, look behind you, look behind you. They were all like this. And that happens all the time. Wow. They were like that. And it's almost like, you know, giving them whatever it is that's coming of me, the power and the energy to say, I am a 
being. Mm. I, we are somebody. Mm. And we talk about this intuitive stuff, but I believe also my life has been incredibly challenging. You know, on a daily basis, it's challenging. But all that I am, all this creative expression helps me to manage and to move through life. So I work out a lot. And even the way I dress and work out, that is an expression. And that is like, okay, today's today is being a challenging day, but I get up, I do my work up, I do yoga. If I had a budget, I'd run the budget sometimes because sometimes it's that challenging. Sure. I run the dog, I do HIIT training. And in between that, I put on my creative expression. No, I delve into my creative expression as like, here I am world. Mm. And that's why when I do whatever I do, even in the intuitive stuff, is I always say to people, find some place to go. You've got to find some place to go. So whether you work out, whether you meditate, whether you pray, whether you go dancing, because I want to go dancing tonight after work, I'll see how that works. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you've got to find your go-to place, your sanct your place of sanctuary. Yes. Sanctuary. Definitely. And is that what you would say to those people who, I mean, let's talk about creatives themselves. And, mm. you know, in our own way, we've got our own challenges individually. But en masse, because of the way we think, and mm -hmm. we don't think in a structured left hemisphere way, we think very right hemisphere, it's all about mm -hmm. intuition and gut, and very nebulous, has a little mm -hmm. form and shape. Mm -hmm. And for some people who are outside of us, watching us, mm -hmm. they need tangibility. Yes. And so that can create some kind of animosity or conflict mm -hmm. where they don't get who we are mm -hmm. because it doesn't fall into their tangible state mm -hmm. so how would you say how would you what would you offer a creative who's going through that type of experience mm -hmm. plus their own everyday stuff that gets in what I would say or I guess I can only talk about my own experience yeah um I've had to learn to really be grounded within who I am so I can manage the outside world and the not the understanding. You see it in people's faces when you walk into places. Um, but the more I believe that we can inspire them to understand us just by being who we are. Yeah. When you stand in your authentic space, whether they get you or not, they will see something. They see that difference. They might not understand it. But when they see there's that authenticness within you, I feel that's the that's the exchange that you give. Is that making sense? Yes, completely. And, and it's and also what you're saying to those left brain, because for me, I have a couple of left brain people around me and I've been really learning to tap more into that side because they inspire me in some way. Yes. Um, but I very much believe when we stand in our authentic never say, This is who I am, man, and there's a freedom on the other side of this. There is a freedom. So is that about sharing it with them so that it's, so that they may see it too and perhaps be inspired to step into it themselves? I would say rather than sharing it with them, just be it. So if you're you're being it, mm -hmm. I'm just I'm just sort of putting myself into your into what you're saying, and I'm thinking if I'm being it, mm. I think there's a part of me that would love to be it as in order that they may experience that's the right. freedom that mm. I get from being me. But that's not my ultimate objective. I just want to be me. But that's, when I said be it, I mean be you, sorry. So you are in the process of you being you and actually um, cementing and grounding who you are, you know, fully saying this is me and appreciating because they will feel the energy. If you're trying to be something that you're not, they will feel that. And that's why I keep going back to this place of authenticity because I know there's a couple of people that struggle, you know, someone with the quite close that struggles maybe with who I am and this 
energy of wah. But all I'm simply saying, or, or for me, is that life can be a struggle, life can be a challenge, and it has different challenges on many different levels. But this this whole thing of if you can allow yourself just to walk in your own power and truth, mm. you know, walk in your because there's so many people who are obligated to everything around them and I can see the stuckness in them and I just simply want to say you can live as you go through your stuff but you can start to live you can start to experience life not just exist but live yeah I'm doing a lot of work around compassion at the moment mm. um, a lot of writing about it and um, that's what I'm, I'm hearing here is this thing about seeing people around you who are stuck but compassion comes from a place where you see you identify and become aware of the suffering and pain of yourself and others and you want to make change you want to shift it you want to reduce it in some way reduce I love that yes yeah and so this thing that you were just sharing about seeing those people around you who maybe just don't get you mm. and and maybe in some way you being you gripes them in some way oh, that's, that's it's always yeah. been that from a child so yeah. fine and and you accepting that allows you to get on with your life and not be hassled by it mm. but those people are still dealing with that and this compassion that i'm referring to is where it comes from you as the person who might be receiving it mm. actually understanding what's their pain what causes them to react to me like that mm. what might be going on with them and then for, for me I know when I do that it mm. softens me yes. and it allows me to yield to whatever negative energy they're giving me yes and I realize yeah. that actually it doesn't matter and that's the thing because when we yield to it then that's why I keep coming back to us as individuals when we just do ourselves then we can um, in some way it would inspire them or you reach out yeah you reach out to them in, in whatever way they're able to receive it. Yeah, definitely, in a yeah. language that picks up for them if you don't know what yeah. their language is. Yeah. Something yeah. might yeah. translate. Now, you know you talked about dance, because <laughs> I love a dance too. Mm -hmm. You talked about flash mobbing previously uh, in another conversation, <sighs> yes. and uh, I'd love to just talk about it now. You want to do a flash mob. I do. Tell I me do. about that. I do. It's something I want, I've wanted to do for about a year because I love to dance and um, I know the, the power and energy around dance and hopefully, hopefully, hopefully you've put me on on the, um, you've exposed me so to speak. <laughs> so I've got to do it. So hopefully for next March for International Women's Day or month, it would be nice to put something together to do this dance because I just think it'd be nice for people to come together just have fun and just to move and to groove and mm. say yeah and the energy of it can you imagine I, I, I can imagine so I'm inspired by where this came from what was the seed um, I think I saw one I think it was China a couple of years ago mm. and it was just so nice where one person came out then another person then another person then another person I'm like wow the energy of it and they came and then they started to sink they started to sink together and I'm like I want to do that mm. um, and because I'm a lot of around a lot of young people as well because in the background I'm sort of like auntie to a lot of young people I just think it would be wild you know just to use that energy to go out there and dance and express and have fun yeah I think it would be as well and I'm really looking forward to when you do it <laughs> now you've been held to it yes, okay yes yes <laughs> so how can people get hold of you Esther okay well I'm on Instagram and Facebook normal social media sites okay. um, at turning point magazine or at Esther Austin global 
and you can get me by email at Esther Austin Global 2019 at gmail.com. Great. And so what if people want to get an edition of this wonderful Turning Point magazine? What do they they need to do? Okay, what you do, you can email me at turningpointmagazine2019 at gmail.com or connect with me on Instagram or Facebook and inbox me. And that's at turningpointmagazine. It's a digital online magazine, but also um, since this year, there's been a demand for print-on-demand copies. Mm. So that's really nice. And then the next stage is to understand about distribution. Of course, yes. What a wonderful learning uh, process. And what was it I was hearing this morning? Something about life is about thinking about your next stage. It's not about just being here and now. It's about the development of where you're going Mm. and really extending your vision. Mm. The other thing that I heard was about dreams. Mm. Not dreams as in sleeping, actually. Dreams as in the aspirations that you have as a being. Mm. And I was very inspired when I heard that actually we should be further than our dreams because we're only as great as the experience we have Mm. so the dream we have now if we've only been in this studio and never been out my aspiration might be to get out but I don't know what's out there or my aspiration might be to I don't know press a new button or something I'm only as great as what I'm experiencing yes so we should be dreaming bigger than who we are Mm -hmm. what do you think about that oh yes definitely because I've already I already know where I'm taking this empire that I've created and um I'd like to say thank you though to those who have contributed and to those who write for the magazine Kwame um Katie Rose Kwame McPherson um Sister Eureka and and a few others just like to say thank you and to all those who've supported um the vision in some way and for me like Nicola just said you know the vision is huge because I yeah my vision is huge I've already dreamt where I want to go beyond this and so yes I can't wait to see (laughs) so tell me what's the next edition about can you give any insights into what people can expect the next the winter edition is probably going to come out in January it's still winter I know yeah that's right yeah (laughs) it's um I'm going to be interviewing on, actually, there's a UK artist that I'm going to have on the front cover. Her name is KJ. She's the lead vocalist from Odyssey. Oh, okay. And she's got some new material out. So KJ Sings, um, that's her, kjsings.com. She's going to be on the front cover of the next magazine. Mm. And possibly Valerie Holiday from The Three Degrees. Mm. And I'm looking at Tony Monreal because he was the headlining at four... Um, Angie Stone and I like him Mm -hmm. I like him because I want to get some more UK artists yeah I was going to ask you about that actually because a lot of the stuff only because I think the next edition is about the Motown so it's US the, yeah, the the spring issue was um, it um, covered Motown. Yes, that's yes. right. The one after yes, yeah. the one that currently at the moment is um, featuring C.C. Peniston, Paulie Carmen from Champagne, you know, the, the one that sang How About Us, and also Gregory Williams from Switch. You know, keeping secrets to yourself. He's in that, and the Prime Minister of Antigua and Barbuda. So do grab your copy. But for the next one, I guess it's the UK artists. Sometimes it's hard to get hold of them. I'm just being real. Yeah. You know, the U- U.S. artists. They're like, yep, yeah, okay. When can we do? this damn give me 10 minutes and I'm, I'm going to call you back so so how can the creative genius support that process in getting UK artists to be a part of Turning Point magazine well if you've got any artists that may be interested because what we do we put people before a board or a team and then we select them um, 
and just maybe help to push it out on social media and and vice versa yeah. um you know it's that cross is i always talk about for this year's a lot of times it's been about partnerships and collaborations mm. or sometimes you know um exchanges but it's that sort of energetic flow of exchange yeah i truly believe together we rise yeah well, thank you very much, Esther. We are at the end of our time together and it's been amazing. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed being with you. I love your energy and love thank what you're you. doing. Likewise. So, um, as they say, um, keep rising, rising to the top. We will do. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you there. <laughs> so thank you very much, creative listeners, uh, for just listening and checking in. And if you're listening on the podcast, I thank you, Sue. And please do share the podcast, which you can... If you're listening now live, you can find it at spotify.com, The Creative Genius Podcast. And I'll be here next week. Uh, so do catch me again. And reach out to me at the Creative Genius .co.uk if there's anything on your mind that you would like to share with me. It'd be a pleasure to honour whoever you are. So, podcasts are released on Wednesdays, spotify.com, and please do tell and share fellow creatives about the show so that they can benefit from its content too. Thank you very much, Esther. Thank you, Nicolette. You're welcome. Pleasure. Until pleasure. next time, dear creative, keep creating. Thank you.